Hey, Prime members, you can listen to the CBS News Roundup ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the app today. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Bracing for Elsa. I didn't anticipate a storm this early in the season. We've got to get this tightened up. Condo crews expand their grim search. We've definitely been able to now have access to all the grids. New surge in Afghanistan. Taliban fighters have been taking over bases. Good morning. I'm Steve Kathan. With the CBS World News Roundup, millions are threatened by the force of Tropical Storm Elsa now churning off the southwest coast of Florida. It could make landfall along the state's Gulf Coast tomorrow. CBS's Omar Villafranca is on Sanibel Island. Elsa's wind started hammering the Keys hours before the brunt of the storm even got close. About 100 miles north on Sanibel Island, we found beachgoers already packing up as the potential for 50-mile-per-hour winds, flooding, and even tornadoes threatened to cut some vacation short. It may hamper plans. We were here since last Thursday, so we may head home a day or two early. Further up the coast in Tampa Bay, people are filling up sandbags and stocking up on water bottles. We're used to preparing, and that's something that that message that we send out over and over and over is prepare to be on your own for at least 48 hours. CBS News meteorologist Jeff Berardelli is tracking Elsa. It's moving north-northwest, so once it gets over this really warm water, it could strengthen. It'll make landfall probably late tonight, early tomorrow morning, probably just north of the Tampa Bay area around Cedar Key, and there's a chance it could become a Cat 1 hurricane. Then after that, it moves up along the Carolina coast as we head into Thursday. The approaching storm was a concern in Surfside, Florida. CBS's Peter King tells us it accelerated the effort to bring down what was left of the continent complex that collapsed. With the rest of the building now brought down, a major obstacle is out of the way, a series of columns. They were supporting uh, the actual building. Miami-Dade Fire Chief Alan Kaminsky says they were a constant source of worry and danger. We did have a shift in a column. Something that could have brought down the rest of the building on top of the search teams and the people they were trying to find. Kaminsky says they now have access to a wider area with less risk. 28 bodies have been found so far. 117 are unaccounted for. Health officials are worried the Delta COVID-19 variant could sicken unvaccinated people who gathered for the 4th of July holiday. Here's CBS's Errol Barnett. It's 40 to 60 percent more transmissible with indications it may cause more serious disease. It now makes up more than a quarter of all cases nationwide. All this travel this weekend mixes people up, so it will be introduced everywhere. Dr. William Schaffner is an infectious disease expert at Vanderbilt. We may indeed see cases start to go up again along with hospitalizations and then down the road 
once again deaths. Yesterday, California announced the Delta variant is now the dominant strain in the state. In places like Arkansas, Wyoming and Nevada, where full vaccination rates are below 50 percent, cases are once again spiking. As companies get back to business after the fourth, some could find they've been caught up in the latest cyber attack, one of the world's largest to date. The ransomware blamed on a Russia-linked criminal gang hit Kaseya, a software company that handles network management for hundreds of firms around the globe. The company's CEO, Fred Vacolo, says the demand is for $70 million. They can do this kind of activity because of the anonymous currency that exists. That's tough, man. You say, hey, wire you know, $100,000 to my Chase account. FBI is going to get you. You say, put this in my wallet, in my crypto wallet. You're kind of walking free. Now to Afghanistan, where CBS's Charlie Daggett reports the withdrawal of U.S. forces in some places has led to a string of setbacks for Afghan troops as Taliban fighters go on the offensive. Heavy fighting has broken out across northern provinces as Afghan government forces combine with local militias to take on Taliban militants across several fronts. More than a thousand Afghan soldiers abandoned their posts and fled into neighboring Tajikistan in the words of Tajik government officials to save their own lives. The surge in Taliban violence has accelerated since the U.S. drawdown began. Military officials won't confirm how many American soldiers are left, but hundreds may have to stay on in Afghanistan as a residual force to protect the U.S. embassy and the airport. A spreading brush fire now threatens 200 homes in Cheney, Washington. Martha Grimmett lives there and is worried about the conditions. Horrifying because the wind is blowing and it's blowing towards us. Arizona's Coco Nino National Forest reopens today. A wildfire forced it to close over the holiday. In Great Britain, COVID infections are rising, but restrictions will be removed soon. The prime minister says the country will have to learn to live with the virus. Boris Johnson admits his decision to lift almost all COVID restrictions July 19th is a gamble. But if that didn't happen now, with the summer weather and school holidays on their side... Then we must ask ourselves, when will we be able to return to normal. That return to normal expected to result in as many as 100,000 new infections a day. But the hope is that the vaccines have cut the link between infection and death. Vicki Barker, CBS News, London. In Russia, a plane with 28 on board is missing in the country's Far East region. Search helicopters trace the flight path and debris that could be from the aircraft has been found. Today, Israel failed to renew a law that bars granting citizenship or residency to Palestinians from the West Bank and Gaza who are married to Israeli citizens. Wearing the red, white, and blue for Team USA in Tokyo. Bruce Springsteen's daughter, Jessica. She's made the equestrian show jumping team. She missed out in 2016 and was an alternate in the 2012 games. Well, there's sadness in the National Hockey League after the death of Columbus Blue Jackets goaltender Matisse Kivlenix. He died in a 4th of July fireworks accident in Michigan. Brady Ferner is a former minor league teammate. I think just life's fragile. It just puts everything back into perspective. Kivlenix was 24 years old. And film director Richard Donner has died. He turned Christopher Reeve into Superman in 1978. Easy, miss. I've got you. You, You've got me! Who's got you? The Lethal Weapon franchise and the Goonies are among his credits. His production company had a role in hits like Deadpool and the X-Men movies. Richard Donner was 91.
A move first announced over the winter took place yesterday, as we hear from CBS's Steve Futterman. Amazon founder Jeff Bezos, who started the company in his Seattle garage, then turned it into a worldwide giant, is stepping down as CEO. He will stay on as executive chair and remains the largest stockholder. Author Brad Stone says it's hard to underestimate Bezos's impact. The company has changed how we shop, how we read how we talk to computers uh, with Alexa. Forbes calls Bezos the richest man in the world, and later this month he is set to fulfill a childhood dream, traveling into space on his own spacecraft. Tonight is game one of the NBA Finals. The Phoenix Suns will host the Milwaukee Bucks, and last night the Montreal Canadiens stayed alive in the battle for hockey's Stanley Cup with a 3-2 overtime win over Tampa Bay to force a game five with the defending champion Lightning. That's the roundup. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. If you like CBS News Roundup, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Behind every successful business is a story, and some of them might surprise you. Like how Chobani's first yogurt factory was discovered on a piece of junk mail, or how the founder of the multi-million dollar cosmetics brand Drunk Elephant was told by everyone, including her own mother, that the name sounded like a dive bar. I'm Guy Raz, and on my show How I Built This, I talk to founders behind the world's biggest companies to learn the real stories of how they built them. In each episode, you'll hear entrepreneurs share moments of doubt and failure and talk about how they were able to overcome them on their way to the top. How I Built This is like a masterclass in innovation and creativity from the people who've done it all. Follow How I Built This wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to How I Built This early and ad-free right now on Wondery+. Plus. For more deep dive and daily business content, listen to Wondery, the destination for business podcasts. With shows like How I Built This, Business Wars, and many more, Wondery means business. The Hargan women seem to have it all. From the outside looking in, we were blessed. My mom was amazing. But as detectives would soon learn, there was a lot going on inside the Hargan household. Ashley and I have been calling my mom and the house and Helen. No one's answering. 63-year-old Pamela Hargan gunned down in her own home. Her youngest daughter, Helen, lay dead upstairs. Patrol, when they arrived, assumed or thought that there might have been a murder-suicide. But for the detectives on the scene... There were things about the scene itself that were concerning to us on day one. Who would want to kill their mother and their little sister? There is no boogeyman here. It is exactly who we think it is. I'm Peter Van Sant from 48 Hours. This is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings, early and ad-free, starting May 1st with a 48 Hours Plus subscription on Apple Podcasts.